Welcome to the Money Medicine Clinic podcast. I am Dr. Nikki, your host, also known as the Female Money Doctor. If you enjoy this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, drop me a comment, share it with other people, because that's how I'm going to make sure as many people as possible get the information they need to do better with their money. So with that, let's get on with the episode. Okay, in this next podcast episode, I want to talk about your hormones and how they can affect your finances. Now, my background is in women's health, and I have to say, I've never really thought about the idea that um, my money was being affected by my menstrual cycle. But actually, the more I've looked into it and the more I've been reading about it, the more I've realised that actually our hormones could be playing a big part in how we manage our money. Now, of course, there are going to be instances that don't necessarily apply to this. I'd be lying if I said that, you know, nature um, works to textbook because it doesn't. Um, And certainly if you're perimenopausal or you've gone through the menopause or if you're using contraception, you may not have exactly the same experiences as what I'm talking about now. But the the concept of cycling can still apply to you so don't switch off just yet if you don't have regular periods and if you're listening to this and you don't have periods because you're male then actually I've got a really good tip for you um, that I picked up recently that you might want to have a look into as well so I was having this conversation recently in um Uh, on a clubhouse episode with the women and money cafe and that's hosted by julie flynn so if you're on clubhouse go and check it out because she she does regular money um, cafes and it's it's really lovely group that she has there and the the conversation um that i was invited along to was around how how do our hormones affect our finances so i started off by talking about the menstrual cycle and um, i'm going to do that now because i think it's important to understand how the menstrual cycle works now if you cast your mind back to um, biology at school you might remember the cycle so i'm going to just break it down for you here So the first part of the cycle starts on day one of your period, and this is the follicular phase. So this is the phase of your cycle where new eggs are getting ready to be released later on in the cycle. But you're also having your period. So this is potentially where you feel your worst in the cycle. Um, you don't necessarily want to 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 go out and see people. Um, perhaps you're a bit more emotional. You know, the world feels like it's going to end. You know, it's it's that phase of your period. Okay, it's when your hormones are at their lowest, and this is what causes us to bleed because the lack of hormones or the drop in the hormones um, triggers that process off. And then about fourteen days into your cycle. So day one being the very first day of your period. So now we're at day 14. This is the point where you ovulate. So that first two weeks, your eggs are being prepared. One of them is selected. You then have a surge of hormones or a surge of estrogen and your egg is released into your fallopian tube. The egg then travels down the fallopian tube. That's the point where it would be fertilized if a sperm happened to come along. And if it doesn't, um, it goes through into the womb and then is 
and is eventually released with the next period. Now, after you've ovulated, what's left behind after the little egg comes out is something called the corpus luteum. And it literally means yellow body. And it's like a little um, sort of leftovers of a cyst that gets that gets left on your, your ovary, which is normal. And it releases progesterone. Now, the progesterone that it releases is with the intention that your egg is going to implant inside your womb and the progesterone is going to help it develop into the, the start of a baby. And then once the placenta develops, that the placenta creates the progesterone. So the little luteal body no longer needs to do that. So this raise in progesterone is a normal part of the cycle. So this is now in your luteal phase. And this is the point where you feel more energetic. You're much more likely to, to go out and do things. You've, you know, you're able to do more. Um, you might also feel more boob pain, have acne, you know, feel a bit more bloated because that there's some of the effects that the, um, the hormone has on your body physically. Now, if you have a smartphone, you can actually track this process using an app. A really good app to try is Flow, F-L-O. Um, and this is the tip that I'm going to give to the men that might be listening to this. If you have got a significant lady in your life, it might be a nice idea for you to get the Flow app um, so that you can learn a little bit more about her cycle and about how she might be feeling across the month. Now, this was a tip that was um, given by one of the ladies on the Clubhouse chat. And it was brilliant. Everybody um, really appreciated that because this lady's husband actually tracks where she is in the cycle so he can make sure that he helps her out and, and does all the right things that she needs for when she's perhaps feeling at her lowest. So that's a little tip for you. Um, if you're a guy listening to this, um, you know, you might want to check it out. But certainly for the ladies, if you're not sure about your cycle, you're not sure where you are in your cycle, you want to learn more about the way it makes you feel, then the Flow app's great because it can help you to do that. Now, the how does this all relate to money? So there is research that is divided. It's not a consensus that says that having a lack of estrogen and progesterone so that point in your cycle where you're having your period can lead you to not communicate as effectively as you would at any other point of your cycle now the research is very split on this there is you know there's no consensus to say that this is a definite phenomenon but i would say anecdotally we all feel it so when you are having periods you know that there are times of the month where you just want to be left alone. You don't want to go out and meet people. And then there are times of the month where you feel energetic and powerful and that you can do anything. So the research also looked at whether or not it affects the way that we spend money. And it has been shown that we are more likely to spend money when we're not feeling at our best because we're more likely to you know, spend money on snacks or things that make us feel good. Um, versus any other time. So there has been um, research out there that has shown that we do tend to increase our spending around that time of the month. So if it is the case that our hormones do affect our emotions, which they do because we all experience that personally, then it stands to reason that we are, might, we are going to be more likely to spend money emotionally at times where we feel more emotional. Now, it can go both ways. I mean, obviously, if you're feeling good and you're out socialising, you're going to be spending more money in that way. 
But equally, if you're not feeling so good and you just want to shut yourself at home and eat snacks, you know, pizza and ice cream, then you could be spending more money that way. But the other part of this is is about decision making. So if you are feeling um, more vulnerable and more emotional, you might not make decisions um, in the best light because you're making them on a, from an emotional basis. You know, when certainly when you feel like the world's ending and no one loves you and your partner's being horrible to you and everything just feels like it's it's awful. Um, is it necessarily a good time to start deciding how you're going to invest money or how you you know how you're going to spend it? Probably not. So you might want to wait for that feeling to pass and then make these decisions later on in your cycle. Now, I'm tarring everybody with the same metaphorical brush here. So if you don't feel that this has a major impact on the way that you do money, then don't worry about it. Just do what you do. But if you suspect that you might be influenced by the way that your hormones are, it might be worth tracking what's going on in your cycle so that you know not to make certain decisions at certain times of the month. Now, wouldn't it be incredible if we we could plan our entire work calendar around this? Because if, you know, if it, we knew it was going to make this much of an impact on our, you know, ability to communicate at work and, and go to meetings and, and be on our A game, then we would avoid those times of the months where we felt that we wouldn't be able to do that. But unfortunately, that's not how life works. So, it's it's definitely worth thinking about it when it comes to your finances. Now, the other part of this that's very interesting is that there's a body of research that has looked into perimenopause and menopause. And at this point in our lives, our estrogen levels are at their lowest. Um, they don't disappear completely unless you have your ovaries removed. You know, the estrogen, there is some estrogen in your body. It's just not not as much as it was during your fertile periods. And there is um, some women who experience a lot of uh, memory loss, forgetfulness, m- brain fog. They don't really feel like they, they're quite with it when they're going through perimenopause. And there's also research to suggest that long term, as women's estrogen levels drop, they are more susceptible to dementia. Now, I'm not saying any of this to freak you out because, you know, there is n- there is no direct causality with that it's just a tendency towards and certainly some of my GP colleagues anecdotally have have noticed it amongst their patients um but anecdotes are not research you know it's it's just anecdotes it's just stories so it's worth thinking about that though and how a lack of estrogen may translate into this kind of forgetfulness and brain fog that that people can experience through the perimenopause and menopause and beyond and that's something that HRT can certainly help so it's interesting isn't it how your hormones as they change throughout your cycle and throughout your life can have an impact on the way that you behave and it stands to reason that it will also affect your money because how we do money is how we do everything. So bring in some conscious awareness to your monthly cycles and using it as your superpower actually can be a really great advantage. And there is a book that I recommend um, by Maisie Hill and she called, it's called Period Power. And she talks about how our periods can actually be a real source of strength. So if you struggle with your menstrual cycle um, or you wish that it didn't exist, perhaps give it a read because it gives you a completely fresh perspective on, on how our periods can be managed. She also has one on the perimenopause as well. So if um, you think that that is um, something you'd like to read more about, then go and check out her books. 
Um, so there we go. That's my take on hormones and how they can affect your finances. So I hope you found that useful. Um, I'd love to know what you think about it. So get in touch, info at thefemalemoneydoctor.com or come over to my Facebook group and let me know there. See you in the next one. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. I really hope you enjoyed this one. If you did, please like and follow and subscribe because this is the only way that I'm going to be able to get this podcast into the hands of as many women around the world as possible. Now, if you're bored in between episodes, don't worry. I've got a Facebook group, Women Working Towards Money Freedom. Come and join us in there. I often do live sessions and training and it's all great fun in there. Um, and also, if you would like to come and find me on any of the other social media platforms, I'm on TikTok and Instagram, and you know it would be great to catch up with you there and you can let me know what's going on for you. So you take care of yourself and I will see you soon. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,